Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, anti wrestling. Oh, no Soto. Henry, what's going on, kid? What's up, man? It's been a couple weeks since I've been here. What's going on? You know, same old, same old weekends here. Got a little wrestling to talk about, you know. And uh, we, got a lot of, we got a lot of wrestling to talk about. I mean, there's been so much going on. Obviously, for our listeners, we weren't live last week. It was a pretty dead week, so we decided to take a week off. So, and now we are active now. So let's get right into it. Actually, first and foremost, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Appreciate it. And I know Rikishi's somewhere in in the wrestling world. Happy about this. <laughs> the sons are known being bullied by the bigger cousin. The bloodline looks like it's now over with. Jay has finally turned his back on Roman and the rest of the bloodline. Yeah, I mean... I saw it coming. I just thought some of the lines were just epic. I was watching it live. I was just like, holy shit, when it actually happened, especially with the super kick. He's like, I'm out. And he just like, yeah. <laughs> kicked, him right, kicked him right in the face. And then oh, <laughs> Paul Heyman just sells it the way he does with being a snake and solo is just like speechless, looking like he's about to attack. And then he just gets <laughs> super kicked. And then Roman gets super kicked again, double super kicked. Basically like, nope, we're done. Like a Street Fighter Mortal Kombat finisher, <laughs> so it's just you know this is just like great storytelling though. I would tell yeah, you. It, I, I, it, we're we're nearing the end, and this is just another step closer to the end. Nothing much really talk about this. I would say we're probably in about maybe bottom of the six. I think yeah. bottom of the ninth would be Roman losing the title. Yeah, I think, gonna, but it's gonna happen. He's gonna drop a bell at some point. Like it, it's I think it's gonna happen time. at the next WrestleMania. I think he's probably going to pass a lot of modern day records and then it's going to end there. I could see him. I don't know. Is it possible he passes Hulk Hogan by WrestleMania next year or no? I would love to see him pass Hogan because, you know, it's Hulk Hogan. But, you know, we'll, we'll see. We, that's a month to month thing. We'll see how, we'll see what his, his matchups equate to. I would say that after he gets after whatever break it breaks, he's going to get a long break. So we won't see Roman for a while after he loses. Which is okay, but you're due for it. He's been carrying. He's going to come back as a face. He's going to come back as a face, though. I think this time around, I don't think he'll be a heel again. You know, he's done wonderful work, but I think the heel work is going to make him a better face in the long run. So, well, yeah, you you know how to develop so much heat. You could use that for a good for a good transition to be a good face. So yeah, we'll 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 see how it goes. It's going to be interesting to see. How this ends now, we're at the mm-hmm. back end of everything, so it's the final stretch. So let's see how yeah. long this actually takes for it to be the end of the line altogether. And exactly. what a you know, enigmatic and spectacular run that this was. I, I think it was a good run because I mean, for the bloodline to go on as long as it did, as many years as it has gone on, and then for them to just sort of go into the all out civil war. Is basically awesome, and we know we're going to get the tag team match of Roman and Solo versus the Usos down the line. And hey, down the line we might get a main event Jay and main event Jimmy versus Roman or Solo. So I mean, that's going to happen. But there is one more thing I know. Soto has been waiting on it. So also you and myself as well is when is Solo going to return? We'll see. I I think that the the you know. He sees everything, and he's the one that's been the... He's probably the loudest in the room because he's the most quiet, if, the, if you want to think about it that way. So it's all a matter yeah. of time before you actually, like, you know, oh, fuck this, I'm out. 
I mean, yeah, exactly. It, it, it just it makes all the sense. He's absorbing everything and just like, okay, no problem. Well, it's going to get, he's going to have to get to that third. point that he got the Usos to where they got tired of Roman shit. And he's just going to do the Samoan spike and that's going to be it. Well, you didn't seem, outside of one argument a couple of months ago, you didn't seem really, you know, any Roman doing anything, you know, you ever seen Roman and Solo going at it. They had one time and that was it. So, so now maybe there'll be more going forward. You don't know yet. So I feel like that goes. this storyline brings back so many memories of like different anime shows I've watched where a good guy turns into a bad guy and then turns into a good guy again. But it's mm. just unfolding in real life with real life stories and different things. And it's so good. I mean, if we're in the sixth inning, bottom of the six, six, top six, whatever it may be, like I'm curious to see what the rest of the innings are going to be because it's it's going to be a great storyline. Period. Yeah, it's going to be one. We'll of see. The- we'll see how this goes. It's, it's more. It's more or less. I mean, we have to. We have to see. We have to peel out. Yeah. And anyway, speaking of turning, we have Bianca Belair's heel turn has been teased the last couple of weeks, along with the Street Profits. Yeah, it's, it's becoming that time. I, I mean, I don't know how Bianca's going to be as a heel. I know she'd probably be great as a heel because they're a great face. And well, she was a great heel in NXT, so. so, I mean, it was just natural for her. But I think they're hesitant to turn her heel because they feel like the John Cena effect with her, that she's so over with the kids and different things like that. But so was Roman, and look how it helped his career. Yeah. I mean, you can't be hesitant to turn somebody heel and, and feels like it's going to affect them. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You do it for a couple months and you turn them back face, a slow build. It is what it is. You can mess up a character, but you can't you can't mess up a person's momentum and make the fans, you know, cheer them again. It's, it's not yeah. it's not unheard of in the wrestling business. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, we got, first you got to see how everything pans out. And then once you see how, once you see the bigger picture, and then you see everybody and puts himself in there, so you're gonna see how she was gonna look because you know they're gonna be there first, right? Or Bianca's gonna be the one that's like, "Yo, we're gonna do this," or I'm turning heel, and then he, you see the street profits. Yeah, we're heel now too. Well, is she and gonna align like, with the street profits? That's the question because everybody's saying that sh- she's turning heel, but also the street profits. So, do you think they form sort of like a group? Yes. with together. Yes, it, it she makes joins- perfect sense. Where she joins the Street Profits and they're a heel group. Yeah. So, sort makes, of like the makes, New Day. all the sense in the world. Because you can turn them face as well, you know, a year or two down the line. Mm-hmm. And then now they're a face group, which they were so over in the first place. Now you're adding Bianca yeah, to But that. you see the reaction. You see how the Street Profits have been acting when they're losing and their reactions lately. So, you know, they're going to get tired of that too. So, I mean, it's interesting. I think WWE shouldn't, shouldn't hold back and just pull the trigger. What's the worst that's going to happen? So, I mean, it could be as well. That, that could be the case where they go, oh, why not? Why don't you? Who says yeah. no? And you just hear it from uh, Bianca's tone yesterday on the on her promo. She's mad that she didn't get the title shot. But, you know, Charlotte made some good points too. She never got her rematch either. So, I mean, Bianca's like, I'm going to get my shot whether you like it or not. So, that's not something a face would say, <clears> obviously. <throat> but she's not acting like a heel yet. So, she hasn't fully turned. And if we right. know her NXT thing you know her nxt days we know she was a heel there and she was a pretty good pretty good heel so she could do the character we go back to uh, sasha banks mercedes monet another one who was always a heel became a phase heel so it could be done it just takes time yeah let this let this grow a little bit and then we could have the conversation when it actually does happen you know what i mean like yeah when it becomes something that's more legitimate 
I feel like there's so much turning going on in wrestling lately, especially WWE, which leads us into another rumored turn, which is EO Sky has been rumored to turn face and obviously feud with Bailey, which would basically end damage control because nobody is going to really know what's going to happen with damage control. If Dakota Kai is going to come back as a heel or if she's going to be a face, which fans have been clamoring for her to go back with Raquel and former mm-hmm. tag team again. So, I mean, I'm just interested to see because we all watched the Puerto Rico uh, pay-per-view backlash, which was fire. Yeah. The, fan, the fans, the fans were insane. That was probably one of the, probably one of the top five pay-per-views this year in terms of fan reaction. I'm going to say, and I say top five this year, I didn't say top five all the time. I said top five this year because mm-hmm. of just the fans, how involved were. But did you see how EO Sky was cheered during her match? Obviously, that was a big indicator to the higher-ups that we have something here. And I don't know if... Well, I know you probably have it, but other people haven't noticed. Have you seen a lot of the the Asian wrestlers' English has gotten better? If you look at Shinsuke, his English... Well, when you you have that time off, you get that. So it's like, for them... Eden and Eo. Eo's English has gotten a lot better. Asuka's can speak a lot more English. So I give, you know, fans give a lot of Asian wrestlers shit because they don't try to adopt the customs and learn the language and different things like that. But it's whatever they feel comfortable with, they could speak. However, if they learn the English, kudos to them. If they don't, it is what it is. You get over other ways. You don't got to learn to speak in order to be over in wrestling. We know this as hard, diehard wrestling fans. There's wrestlers that can't speak for shit, but they were over. Look at, if we look at a wrestler from the eighties and ni- early nineties, Ultimate a Warrior, those, his, his promos, his promos were <laughs> were out of the world, but it drew fans in. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just for me, it's just like I'm happy to see that their English is improving and they're going that route. But their body of work is par none. You talk about Io Sky, Shinsuke, and Asuka, amazing wrestlers. Period. I'm curious to see what Io would do by herself. We'll see. And I'm curious, do you think B, do you think Bailey will eventually turn back to being face? Or do you think she's still gonna be the heel? Because I feel like she's uh, lost she's lost a lot of money. For, for a while. It just doesn't make sense to turn her face now. Because she's lost e- a lot of momentum Eel, though. If Eel goes face, there's no point for Bailey to go face. It de- well, it depends too, because what if they say that the rumored feud with Bailey is gonna last a couple months. So what if at let's say SummerSlam or whatever pay-per-view in the future Dakota comes back and something happens with EO that she aligns herself with EO, obviously, but then turned on her. And then later on, they both realized they were wrong. Because think about it. Damage Control was white hot when they first came out. They were winning everything. They were doing stuff. And they just had this epic downfall where they pretty much destroyed their whole group. Because they've got ice cold. Yeah. If you think about it, it's like betting. Sports betting. You can have your days where you go hot. And you could hit almost every day, and then you have your days where you just ice cold. You can't win shit. It's that's how they went, realistically. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. It sucks, but I mean, I'm curious to see. You know, money in the bank. Are we gonna get EO Sky, possibly becoming the number one, you know, person to win the money in the bank? Because the... there's rumors that she's gonna. Dethrone Asuka at some point. So that's interesting too. 
No, the, what's gonna happen is and and they, listen, they, they're they're comic gold. Those two, Oscar and Eo, together. Is comic Eo gold. is gonna go for the belt, like go for the for the, for the briefcase, and Bale's gonna ruin it. Some it way, could. somehow, Bale's gonna ruin that opportunity, and that's what Eo's gonna turn the next night. It could, but really, if they do it, if see, they do it now, that's what's gonna happen. Who do we see winning the women's money in the bank? Though they're not gonna. I don't know if they're gonna go Zelina again. That's the question. I don't know. Like the only logical person in that match would be Io. Remember, Bailey might lose her spot. Yeah. So I don't know. We got a week for that. We can figure that out later on. That's yeah. Like I said, it's it's been a lot of confusing booking this week, which leads me to our next topic of LA Knight and Karrion Cross, among others, confusing bookings. Where do you think they're going? And their direction is with the bookings with LA Knight, Karrion Cross, and Co. Because for me, it seems like all over the place. Karrion Cross is getting a shit ton of losses. LA Knight gets wins, he gets white hot, then he loses. And it's just been all over the place, in my opinion. Too much, too much for my liking. Yeah, I don't know. Cross, I think Cross is called with not having a definitive answer. LA Knight, I think it wasn't Karrion Cross. His problem is that he just wasn't given a shot. For LA Knight, I think it was WWE missed the boat on his initial right. start. You had a lot of you had a lot of opportunity to do so, and then you just didn't do it. Like I don't had see the him winning Ray money White, in the bank You should have kept going with the Ray Wyatt for you. That's just, you should have kept going because you have well, you give him run. Speaking you know? of that, there's rumors he's coming back too, and another he was another one too. The booking was very confusing for him. Nobody knew the direction of him, Uncle Howdy, who they were going after. He was going after Lashley. Obviously, he had the illness, and I hope he's doing better. And, you know, he'll be back soon. But, again, like, booking's just been so inconsistent with guys that were so over or different things. Carrying Cross at NXT was ridiculous. Let's be honest. LA Knight was over. And they Great had him wide. going, which was fine, but you stopped. Exactly. So you, you you missed you missed your you missed the boat on that one. Yeah, and then now my leaning is, and I don't know if you agree with me now, but I don't think he's going to win the Money in the Bank. I think the person that's going to win the Money in the Bank is going to be Damian Priest. It would be nice to see LA Knight win it. It could be Priest. It could be. I, I think they're I, gonna... I had my ideas before my way too early predictions with Soto a couple weeks I ago. Think, I, I see him getting. I see Damian Priest getting pushed to the moon. I think he's going to leave Judgment Day. I'm going to go on Soto's prediction. I think he'll eventually leave Judgment Day, and I think JD will take his place, but that's for another day, another time. But again, yeah. confusing booking. Like, it's just, I get it. It happens in wrestling business. Obviously, there's going to be things we don't like and things we like. But for me, I think they need to get some clarity on what they're doing and what direction they're going. Yeah. Yeah, wait. Well, it's not looking too good for them, but at the same time, it's just like, all right, well, yeah. Oh well, we're here now, so you got to wait. For... Money in the bank. After you'll see a deciding factor of what's gonna be, what's not gonna be. Yep, we'll do our preview next week for that as well for those who are listening. And speaking of confusing pushes, we're gonna move on to NXT because obviously we've had a lot of confused bookings, but now I see what they're trying to do with the younger stars. So. Thea Hale getting a push. Go for her. They're pushing younger wrestlers, which I like, 
to try to build up stars and establish stars, which is what the roster needs. If you realistically think about it. You need some people to step up. So you give an opportunity to people who need, who they, okay, you know, try her, try him, try this person, try that tag group, try that faction. She's the, isn't she the youngest number one contender ever? I believe she's like 18 or 19. I don't know about the youngest. She could be. I I think she's the youngest number one contender ever. She might be. Correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, she has a, that submission move that's almost like similar, not similar, but like a submission move similar like a Ivy, where she mm-hmm. basically goes into the mixed martial arts type finishing move. And we saw her beat a Tatum. So which was I mean I'll wait. And Cora. She's beat Cora. She beat Cora, bro. Cora's yeah. been over for a long time. Yeah. I well, I don't know why Cora is still down there. But I think the fact that she still is and the fact that she took a loss to her, to Theo, I was like, yeah. I think, is... I think Cora is coming up soon, along with Braun. I think I could see Cora having a situation where Bianca never won the title in NXT. I know that for a fact. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, V. Did she ever win the NXT Women's Championship? I'll take a look now. I don't think she ever did. But I could see Cora Jade being the person that she never wins the title in NXT. And goes up to the main roster and dominates and wins a couple of titles on the main roster, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. I know that for a fact. But speaking of Thea Hell's push, I think, again, pushing the younger stars is the way to go. You got Thea Hale. You got... Never won. Trent. Okay. So, yeah. So, we could get a situation where Cora goes up to the roster, never wins, and wins a title on the main roster, just like Bianca did. So... Mm-hmm. That would, you know, do wonders for her career, to be honest. But I'm all for the push for uh, Thea Hill. AEW did the same thing with a wrestler. I'll get into, we'll get into that obviously later on. But they took a play out of WWE's playbook too. If you didn't care, if any, a lot of fans didn't catch that, they did the same thing WWE did. Now, speaking of uh, Thea Hill being the number one contender, we also have a new number one contender for the NXT championship. And I don't know how a lot of people feel about it, but I'm curious how you feel about it, B. We got new number. So I have my I have my reservations about the NXT title because you have a thousand and one options for the title, and then what. And what you can do, and what you can do. My problem is Baron Corbin. Yeah, you know you, th- this is what you can do now. Like, are you giving him a belt for? <laughs> I don't know. If they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna make Carmelo lose to him. Doesn't matter though. You have a lot of you have, you have you have a whole bunch of options for it. Like you have options to pick and choose what you want to do. But, I think this is more of a reset for Corbin. I think he's going to get so mad he's losing and doing this and doing it. I think he's they're trying to tease him going back to his lone wolf gimmick, which, yeah, I know a lot of fans want. But I think they should try something different with him. Because obviously, if anybody who follows him on TikTok, he's funny as hell. Like, why not turn him face and have him do something different? Yes, I know Corbin's one of those people that's a natural heel like The Miz and different things like that. But you got to try it before, obviously, different things happen. 
that's just my opinion. Like, yeah, I get it. You're taking away opportunities from other people on NXT who can be in the title picture. But realistically, who has been feuding with Carmelo besides Braun recently? Or who's white hot like that in NXT that they're, you know, going to put in the number one contender match? Because you think about it, Ilya is pretty much on his way out. He's the rumors he's joined Imperium, right? Mm -hmm. They're not going to give him Trick Williams because that's his boy. Joe Gacy? Could be. Wesley? He's been hot. No, I think Joey Gacy probably the next matchup would be another option. I don't think Wesley yet. Or if you want to go down the big route for a name you've been building up for a long time, you got the theme song of the look, Dragon Lee. Yeah, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, yeah, but again, you would have to build it up. But I mean, I'm not too keen on Corbin. In the words of Pat McAfee, bitch ass Corbin. So I mean, uh, I mean, we'll 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 see. It's just like you know. we'll see. I mean, Corbin's a great worker, so I'm not going to knock him for that. So he does what he needs to do, and he gets the results from the matches. So we'll go there. But speaking of NXT, obviously this one's going to be a banger when it happens. Seth Rollins is coming back to NXT. So he's not. He's there for a good time, not a long time. So he's going to give somebody down there some run. Is that an oversight? It's the same way as when back in OVW years ago, where <laughs> you had the three of the three of part of the th- three of the greatest prospects in at one year, when it was Orton Cena and Batista, or Orton Cena Lesnar and Batista. That, oh, yeah. that those, who, who, those who was that four. class? It was Orton Cena, Lesnar, and Sheldon, Shelton Benjamin too. I don't forget. Well, he was he wasn't he wasn't there like he wasn't the top yet. He was up there, but he wasn't like the top yeah. top. The top. And four. they had a uh, Batista, aka Leviathan. <laughs> yeah, they had it was those four: Batista, Cena, Orton, and Lesnar. Yep. And you had points where you had Big Show and Batista wrestle each other, and you just wrestled mm-hmm. in on on you know at the Rumble, and now you're in OVW working out. You know Batista. Then you had Orton. You had yeah Mark Henry and Orton. You had Undertaker and Lesnar. You had guys come down to wrestle. You know one time show. They see what you got as as a litmus test. So if this actually does happen with Braun Breaker and Seth Rollins, which everybody wants to see, or whoever it may be for Seth Rollins to hang out down there and do whatever, you'll have this will be like all right. Is he is if is this time for him to come up? Whoever it may be. Yeah. So if it works out, it works out. If not, you know, he just stay down there for a little while longer. Obviously, he's not losing the title to Braun. No, but, it's, but it's a test. It's gonna be it's gonna be a banger match, and I think this is Braun's way of sort of going up to the main roster at some point. Right. I think they're teasing that he's gonna try to feud for the title when he goes up, and why not? You got to shoot for the I'm moon. Not opposed to it. You got to shoot for the moon if you're gonna go up to the main roster. Yeah, I'm not. I see him going up to the roster as a heel too. It's going to be an interesting couple months for for the main roster and NXT because we're going to see a lot of people going up, coming down, you know, having new characters, you know, different things like that. Which I'm going to piggyback off this and lead into this next one, which is Roxanne Perez's new edge. Eh, She's not coming up yet. So if she's not coming up yet, then might as well try something new. Yes, I agree. Give her character a little bit more personality. 
obviously she's getting pissed off about Blair, you know, blindsiding her and crossing her and everything like that. And yeah, so just try something different now. I mean, they need to because a lot of fans have been clamoring. Her ring skills are basically ready for the roster. Part none. Well, people 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 complain about about her mic skills as well. So, well, yeah, her mic skills is the main issue holding her back. So if she can get an edge to her character and do something different. Definitely kudos to her, and that'll help her out and get her ready for the roster. And the only thing I will knock Roxanne Perez for is they got they got to adjust that finisher, man, because that finisher is just. I, I don't you don't like it? No. It's it's a hard finisher to sell. Like it's just, it it doesn't have yeah, any like yeah, it doesn't have the boom to it like you know the powerful like the RKO out of nowhere or the Stone Cold Stunner. I'm not gonna say it's as bad as like a Hogan leg drop or a Warrior Splash, but I would say it's like in the middle of being pretty bad. Okay. Like if she did like if she did it like Panama Sunrise, where he jumps off the rope and then does the and then does the flip like that where it's more powerful and you have momentum, it would be great. But the problem is she's just really climbing on their back and flipping them for a pin. Right. I don't know if she needs something more. Like, if she's going to do New Edge, maybe adopt something new as well. And maybe make that more for signature move, like the Pop Rocks, and then add something new as an element to her. I know someone's probably, like, you know, probably wants to (laughs) kill me because I'm talking bad about Roxanne Perez right now. But that's just how I see it. Hey, man, listen. We can talk about whatever. You will deal with the consequences of Soto when he gets back. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I, that, that's on you. I, I, it's okay. It's a lot more worse to do, but I'm not gonna shit on the way you are. But you know, nah. who am I? You, you, you'll deal with our co- with our with our partner. <laughs> nah, but uh, like I said, wrestling wise, she's ready for the roster. Mike, Mike, wise, she needs a like she needs more work, and I think giving her a new edge, I agree, will help with that. So I think that's the way they need to go, in my honest opinion, and I think it'll be a. Uh, Good thing for her and her longevity. So, obviously, tonight is AEW collisions shifting over to AEW. So we got a preview of what's going on, obviously, tonight for AEW collision. So matches we got are Jay White, Samoa Joe, and Juice Robinson versus CM Punk and FTR. We have Wardlow versus Luchasaurus for the TNT Championship. We have Sky Blue and Willow Nightingale versus Tony Storm and Ruby Soho. And we have Buddy Matthews versus Andrade. And we also have Miro is going to be competing as well against whoever. <laughs> I guess I maybe a squash match or something along the lines of that, or maybe a new, new debuting person. I don't really know. So what do you think of this card? And what Whatever do you think is going to happen? Maybe I have no complaints whatsoever because it's a, it's a, it's a new show. Right. You can't get mad at how the show looks. What, you, you complain, oh, this show sucks, or this show, we need more stuff. All of a sudden, it's a great show. Next, oh, I knew this was great. Like, you can't do that. Like, absolutely not. So I'm going to keep it simple as is. I'm all for... I'm all for Luchasaurus. I've always enjoyed his work. I actually, I, he's one of the better bigs in wrestling today. Funny, he so was in WWE, and they let him go. What? WWE had him and let him go. Hey man, people people make decisions, but it is what it is. That was Mister P- People Power. Yeah, it is what it is. You yeah, know, I'm not. But I, it's gonna be a good show. I'm curious to see 
how CM Punk looks with all his months off and how he meshes well with some of the wrestlers. Obviously, the next topic we get into is going to touch on some of that stuff. But I'm curious. I want to see what well, he hasn't been wrestled in months. Miro. Miro's finally back. Yeah, Andrade gets his, gets his shot again. And it's like going go against Buddy Matthew. That's a good that's a good matchup. Like that's gonna be a great that's, probably, that's probably gonna be one of those underrated matchups in the show. Yeah. So between that, I want to see Punk back. So I'm excited to see Punk. Yeah. You know. Then you got the tag team match, which we'll get into why that tag team match came apart, came together, and what's happening. Obviously, that's Willow and Sky Blue. And then we got the we got a lot of other things obviously going to happen on the show because I'm sure we're going to a lot get of promo work going to happen a lot of we're going to get a Chris lot of stuff going to be in between because it had to set a lot of stuff so we'll see yeah, we'll, we'll see you know it's going to be it's going to be enjoyable yeah and now speaking of enjoyable <laughs> and things that are going on <laughs> CM Punk's ESPN interview obviously came out <laughs> you know we got to talk about that one <laughs> um, I said nothing wrong about it yeah I didn't see anything wrong. I think CM Punk's problem is a lot of times it's the words he says. I think he has a poor choice of words sometimes. A lot of Granted, people have that problem. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they do. But I think it's just his choice of words and how he said things. Like, he was talking about Adam Page, you know, Hangman, obviously. You know, I don't know if he was sort of doing shoot or it's a work. I know he said that he's apologized to Tony Khan about the scrum and handled it differently. Obviously, he reached out to the elite and he wants to squash stuff, but they want nothing to do with him. That's okay. But, that's, but obviously, that's, that's not on him now. He came out lawyers. and said, I want to squash things. He, and the first thing he did, he said he went to Tony. He was like, oh, I, I messed up. I, I pushed you in a really bad position. I apologize for it. You know, the lawyers and, obviously don't want him to do anything either. So that's we, we've, all, we've all spoken about this already. Like I said, I was like, yeah, he said what he said. And you can tell you, you probably apologize for it, but it's not on them now to – he did his part. Yeah, he apologized. He and now he came out in public and said it too. I was like, oh, yeah. I went to, went to Tony. I was like, I'm, I'm, I made a mistake. Like, yeah, and that's the main thing. We never knew that part came out that he went to Tony and apologized for what he did. I mean, that was the right thing to do because he needed to apologize because obviously that whole situation was very bad publicity for AEW. Here's some quotes you got here, and I didn't and and I quote. And I just didn't approach it in the right manner, but tension was high. I was very, very pissed. I pretty much knew that I had just injured myself again. I was hurt and I was disappointed. Yeah, it was very easy for me to say I regret that, and I handled it the wrong way 100%. Yeah. So, and I proceed to have what I think is a garbage match because I'm trying to protect myself, put myself on stuff instead of actually just working and trying to put on the best performance I can. I keep an eye out. I'm keeping an eye out. He chopped me in the mouth one time. I'm like, okay, do you do it on purpose? You chipped my tooth. I'm like, all right, should I give him a receipt? It changed the dynamic. It poisoned everything for me. And it made it made it all really, really, really ugly. And that was what set all this off. And here we are over a year later. And ain't, ain't shit been done about it. You know? So, he, but he's explaining his side. Nobody knew what his side. I said it before. When, when y'all were all, oh, well, punk, get him out of here. I was like, yo, like. You guys know absolutely nothing. We don't know absolutely nothing. So yeah, he couldn't really say. From what I was told, and I, I was told by other people, like I asked around, and I heard and I read and different things. He wasn't really allowed to speak on it because of the lawyers. The lawyers wanted nobody to. So, really say but whose fault is that? You know what I'm saying? Like the whole back and forth was this, that, and third. But it's just like, so right. you're not gonna hear his side. You're just gonna say what's here. Oh, that's it. That's we're done. Like yeah. No, wait for things to come out and then have the conversation. Because now you just you just don't shit in the ear, act like you know something when you don't. 
Yeah. But now I mean, Punk came on, said what he said. So now whatever you thought was going to be it became what it was. So, oh, well, okay. So, he, you know, he fell away during this match. Things didn't go a certain way. There was a conversation. Conscious went nowhere. And then he went to the scrum and did what he did. Somebody said after the fact when things the dust settled, which was like two weeks later, three weeks later, it was, I messed up. I'm sorry. And speaking Ooh. of us, CM Punk thing, somebody said an idea after the ESPN interview is that, yeah, yeah, he's going to pair himself with, align himself with FTR because obviously those are some of his close friends. Smart. But what if he also aligns himself with the Bullet Club? What would be the reason for the Bullet Club? Something fresh, something new. Could be. Why not? Yeah. So, but moving on, speaking of other feuds, obviously we touched on the collision preview. We had Sky Blue versus Tony Storm feud. Obviously, Tony this Storm, was the real obviously champ. obviously this was AEW's counter to WWE pushing Dia Hale, which they push Tony Storm. They, I mean, yeah. Sky Blue. So obviously, they're trying to give Tony Storm credibility for her title run because obviously a lot of fans were pissed off for her first run that she was called intern champ and she wasn't really given the champ label so now she actually has the championship and we know wwe dropped the ball with tony storm obviously we're not going to deny that but as we learned in wrestling sometimes wrestlers need to get away from wwe in order to really shine and then come back and do their thing so Mm -hmm. we gotta think about it like that like, a lot of these wrestlers, they say, never say never. It's the truth. And I'm going to say that for CM Punk, too. Never say never with CM Punk and WWE. Because guess what? He was shown on the picture for the longest champ. One of the longest champs in modern-day era. He, yeah. They showed his picture and everything. Mm-hmm. He's not in bad graces of WWE no more. Let's put it like that. So, right. I mean, but it's interesting that AEW is pushing Sky Blue. So she's been there for a long time. She was one of those that she wasn't all elite. She was sort of like like a, I guess, an independent wrestler for a while where she was signed to contract. So, I mean, she's been improving. Another one that's been in and out of matches. So I'm for it. I mean, it's a fresh feud, fresh person in the title picture. Do I think she has a chance of winning? Probably not because I think they're not going to take the belt off Tony Storm anytime soon unless Jamie Hayter comes back. Mm-hmm. I could see that being the only person that takes it off her. But I was I was shocked. But I sort of knew it when she got the number one contender. Because I was like, I was like, Britt Baker's not gonna win. Because Britt Baker did an interview where she said she wants to help put over other wrestlers and give them a chance to shine. So I was like, she's not gonna win. And the other wrestler, I said the only other person I think would win, my thinking was Sky Blue, because they're gonna counter WWE having Thea Hale. You're gonna have a young wrestler be the number one contender. So why right. not? Like, why not counter WWE? And then, obviously, that led to Sky Blue getting beat down and Willow Nightingale coming in to with the save, leaving to the tag team match that's going to be on collision. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be an interesting feud because I could see somehow Willow getting inserted into the title picture. And we know she's a champion as well. You know, promotion... Maybe going after Tony Storm too, but I like I said I don't see Tony Storm losing the belt anytime soon, unless it's to a Jamie Hader, which she deserves a longer reign, obviously when she comes back. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna throw another name out there for the for 
just for the podcast, Jade Cargill. So coming back as a face, not a heel. So I, I I'm with that. I just don't think now's the time. No, I think she's taking a couple months off to do so, a couple things. Yeah, I'm gonna give her at least three months before she comes back, and then starting like come for a save. But yep. I, I, yes and no. Uh, yes and no. Yes, because I like to see Jade back in the picture, and now because it's funny now that she leaves, right? For a little bit now, AEW is getting a crop of good female talent, right? So now it's time to bring her back in. But she just lost after going sixty-two yeah. and zero. Sixty-one and zero. They're pushing Sky Blue. There was rumors of Mercedes before she got her injury coming in. So I mean, yeah. There's a so lot, like, a lot of different things going on AEW, but positive things. I think they're building their women's division up pretty good lately. I'm not going to complain. I think it's getting there. It's definitely getting there. So we'll see what happens with this feud. Obviously, I think it's going to be a little bit of a long-term feud. I don't mm-hmm. think this feud is going to be over. Obviously, Sky Blue was putting on a match for Tony Storm, so I could, I'd say they probably go again at it. When right. I don't know. But speaking of feuds, let's move on to the next feud. Adam Cole. Anything is better. I I've gotten to notice. I'll jump right into it. People who join into Jericho's feuds don't come out the same. And I'm not talking about like their ability to play. Yeah. It's more or to compete. It's more so their ability to like be a better wrestler. Like I feel like Adam Cole got worse as a wrestler leaving Jericho stuff. If that kind of makes any sense. Uh-huh. I, a lot of fans have been saying stuff about Jericho. I just don't see it yet. They're like, he should retire. A lot of wrestlers have taken negative impact with fighting him. I just don't see it because Jericho is always Jericho. Let's be honest. Right. But my thing is, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, when you fight Jericho, there's something is like lost for the wrestler. And I don't know what yeah, why that's it, happening it's, lately. It's just weird. It's no knock to Jericho. Like, it's just Adam Cole is a way better... Maybe it's just a book. Maybe it's just a booking. Could, I, it's probably that something. Anything with Jericho, he, like now, it seems like because Adam Cole came back, it was great, right? And now I feel like he lost some of his luster as a wrestler, as, as a as a as a figure yeah. than when he first came in. Now it's Listen, MJ, MJF was throwing them shots out there. He was throwing the carrying cross shots out there for him. <laughs> so, so it's just like I love Jericho. What do you think of the ending of? MJF and Adams Cole match. I have no problems. I have no issues with the time being out. Yeah, fans were like, "Oh, it's a draw. Oh, another one." Of them. Just I, when story when it actually matters the most, and probably not Forbidden Door, but probably at the following pay per view. If it's the same thing, it's like, yeah, we got a problem. Do you think MJF is going to lose the title? That's the big question. No. No. I think Tony's going to let him hold on to it as long as he can because there's that WWE factor right there knocking on the door. I don't think yeah. he's going to screw him Wait, over. Let, let, let him, if, that's the, if you if you go that route, let him resign first. Once he resigns, and then take the belt off of him. Uh, and then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you know that'll piss him off, though. because That's fine. But you but can you know, MJF is probably going to put for something else. MJF is probably going to put... Well, MJF has said it before that he likes the money, so unless they give him a fuck ton of money and say oh you could do whatever and that's it and then he takes the belt off him i think he would be fine with that but yeah mjf is a a businessman thank you he's a businessman 
he's a businessman. I know MJF is going to have a lot of money. He's probably going to have backouts in his contract or something that he could back out the deal if he doesn't like. He MJF's a smart dude. Yeah, he's not he's an bad. asshole. We all know that. And he, but he, but he no goes one off cares he's smart because that's MJF. That's the same yes. thing with a lot of smart, people. Like, you know he's, he's one of dick. the smartest dudes in the industry when it comes to everything. Everything he does is calculated. Yeah. And that's one thing I would not knock MJF for. So, I mean, and speaking of pay-per-view, since you touched on Forbidden Door, we have the Forbidden Door matches so far. So a lot of these matches, obviously, we were supposed to get uh, Mercedes as one of them, but obviously her injury sort of knocked that out. So I'll go over a preview of some of the matches. So we got Sonata versus Jungle Boy, which is going to be a good one. A lot of people are like, it doesn't make sense, but it's going to... It's gonna make it's gonna be a good one. We got MGF versus Tanahashi for the championship, which MGF just said nope. We got this one I'm looking forward to. Omega versus Os- Osprey. That's gonna be That's gonna be a banger. <laughs> There's more. It gets it gets better. Then we got Danielson versus Okada. Oh my god. Another banger. That's gonna be oh my god. That's just gonna be which match are you looking forward to most? The Omega Osprey, only because like I've never like everybody talk about Will Osprey, da, 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 yada yada yada. Like he's so good. I was like I've never heard of this guy, and then I start watching Russell. I'm like yo, this guy is fucking amazing. Like what the fuck? Why haven't I heard he, about this he, guy? He doesn't want to go to WWE for some reason, but I guess no. He just, he's gonna be he's gonna be an international sensation. Because they, I don't think, and I get it. WWE's booking is very, very erratic, and I don't know if he could hundred percent trust them to book him to be like a dominant, you know, person in there. And I think he's smart. Right. Cause same thing with Ibushi. Ibushi sort of said, he didn't say no, but he hasn't said yes. We know he's competed in WWE and, and, and Osprey and all of them, but they haven't, they like Triple H, but right. we all know. And I, you were right about it. Vince McMahon has some say and stuff. So Vince McMahon might not like them. He might bury them. We don't know. Triple H has the end, the end all be all say, but I'm telling you, Vince is going to have consistent conversation. The dialogue will, will still this, be I, no matter I, what. Vince has been better with the booking because obviously Triple H can't override him a little bit. But I'm fine if he's just consulting on a remote basis that he's so not there is, actually. How I feel about this. Oh, I would do this. Well, okay, no problem. Doesn't mean going to do it. But it's just... So since we're going to Forbidden Door matches and we're talking about a little bit of New Japan. What other matches you think are going to be announced that we haven't seen? Like, what are your ideal crossover Samoa matches? Samoa Joe gets a match. Okay. Who against who? I have no idea. Fury gets a match. Probably against the tag champs. Yeah. You got to get a couple women matches in there. Obviously, there's... Tony Strong gets a match. Tony Stone versus Kyrie. Could be. Thunder Rosa gets a match. Who would she face? I have no idea. You, oh yeah, you, speaking of you, could put you could put of, them together. You could play. Speaking of Thunder Rosa, Stone she's also and, she's also coming back too on Collision supposedly as well. Whoever, yeah, whoever is coming back off injury will get put onto the mat. Here you go. Why not? It was supposed to be Jamie Hader was supposed to compete at Forbidden Door against somebody. I don't remember who it was, but her injury threw a big wrench into a lot of things. So, and same thing with Mercedes. I think actually. The rumored match that I heard for a long time before, obviously, Chris Statlander beat Jade, was supposed to be Mercedes versus 
Jade. Right. For the TNT title. And that's what was supposed to end the streak. Yeah, I think this week... This week will be a deciding factor on what you do when it comes to... You felt the right... Those... Matches so far are your conf- your confirms like yeah this is gonna be your top end it's, matches. They get so many world. matches because you got Jungle Boy. Let's not forget you also got Sammy Guevara who doesn't have a match yet. Darby Allen. Yeah, you can put a whole lot. Sting's retirement's coming Sting. soon, so now you have opportunity you have options to have Christian. him involved. It's more they match for a money draw. Like, there's a lot of options you can deal with. Britt Baker, obviously, you can, you cannot have Forbidden Door and not have Britt Baker on on the baby. Yeah, that's another there's one. Just, so many, so many, uh, so many names. So it's you know how you know how it is when you when you're short on matches for a pay per view. Pay per view comes up real soon. Pay per view Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So it's like cool. So how are we going to do this? Ages. Okay, match, 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 match. And it works out because you have options to work with. It's not like yeah. you're limited. We see this time and it happened twice with AEW. We said they why was this match on the pay per view? We we've been watching WWE all our lives. We've seen that so many times. Like, why was this right. match on the pay per view? It could have been Friday night. Could have been Monday night. Could have been the main yeah. event on a regular. Exactly. So, or you put on the pre show. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. This should this should have been a pre show match, not an actual match, not an a- actual pay per view match. Yeah. Exactly. You have the opportunities to have fill ins and make it work. You're not you're not doubling down, tripling down, different things. Right. Exactly. So we don't have that many matches so far, but obviously there's going to be more added. And we'll touch on that as well because that's getting close. I mean, our next week's episode is going to be a doozy because we got Money in the Bank. Yeah. We're going to have to, we're probably going to have more matches to preview for Forbidden Door. We'll have more matches for our next topic, which is going on to a Impact Wrestling. So this is a quick one. There's not really anything to touch on much, but Impact Wrestling. Loses Jimmy Jacobs, has gone to AEW, but obviously gained Delirious. So technically, they lost one to gain one. So I think this will be a good thing. A lot of movements. Yeah. And I I say Impact is getting close to having, I hope they get a TV deal because I think they're one of the more underrated wrestling products right now. And I think that they shouldn't be, you know, oh, a couple weeks later showing it live. I think in order for them to compete and be taken seriously, they need to be live. And yeah, so there. you have... I get the flexibility they're trying to give the wrestler. But if you're wrestling once or twice a week, you're still having the flexibility. You're just wrestling live. You could do Paramount. You can do... Paramount probably the logical. Stick with the spike direction. They should go... Honestly, if they want to be successful... Why not go to Paramount Plus? And then Paramount works out a deal with the TV things where it's included with certain TV providers. That way you yeah. get you get it on there and then you get impact. Wouldn't, on the it wouldn't hurt them. And then the money's coming in as well. Yeah. So do something like that. Because wrestling, as we know, WWE's media right deals are up. And they're supposedly trying to get into the streaming biz where obviously they're negotiating with Comcast Xfinity, who has Peacock, which also would be exposure for Peacock in WWE if they got on that. But I think, like you said, the Spike TV impact would be beneficial to go to Paramount. That's what they were before. They made all the money at TNA when it was like that. So you might as well go back and get back in touch with I those think realistically, wrestling, relationships. Wrestling should be over the air 
free for people. It shouldn't be like, you know, you have to pay whatever XYZ money for cable. Because that cable, as we know, is pretty much on the decline. I, it should be free, but if you want to watch a pay-per-view or any special events, pay for it, which is fine. So if I'm paying 20 bucks a month for Paramount Plus, yeah. and I'm getting one pay-per-view a month, which yeah, is like 50 exactly. bucks, I'm, I'm okay with that. I can live with that. Yeah, I'm saying, like, do it like that. So I'm interested to see if Impact goes down that route and says, hey, Paramount, can we get a deal with you where we stream you know, our pay-per-views on here? 15 bucks a month. You know, you're included with whatever thing or people pay for it. Right. Like Peacock, obviously I have Xfinity because I'm in Pennsylvania. I get Peacock for free. So I get all the pay-per-views included with my bill. And I don't have cable. I have YouTube TV. So I have Peacock for free because I have Xfinity internet. But obviously, I think realistically, that's the future. Like, why not have wrestling on streaming services? So WWE could stream on something over the air that you don't have to pay a lot of money for. But at the same time, can be seen on Peacock every week. Or, you know, even AEW, they're partnered with Warner Brothers, right? Which is on Max. Yes. Which is Max. So why doesn't Max come to them and say, hey, let's stream you on here too and stream you on TV? Why not double dip? Get more subscribers, do this. Like, there's so much to go, but Jimmy Jacobs is writing some good stuff for Impact. But Delirious is going to be good too. So I, I don't think it's a big loss there for Impact. I think AEW gained something valuable, but I also think Impact still is going to be good as well. Whoever takes whoever takes the Impact servers more money to be involved, which helps out Impact a whole lot more. Yeah, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Impact was easily the number two in the world when it came to wrestling. Yep. In the late two thousands, early tens, and obviously, which happens, a lot of people. Bad investments go a long way, and bad investments equal a long term, you know, handicap. Yeah. And they got handicapped a lot. It, 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 did a, it did a lot to them. But we can't forget that it was AJ Styles, Sting, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Hulk Hogan, Booker T, and all these other guys involved, the Dudleys right. and, and, and Christian, and all these other folk that got onto Impact when it was TNA. Yep. It wasn't great. Rob Van Dam, you know. Can I go on this even further? Abyss. Yeah. Who's so, in WWE now is uh, doing well in WWE too. Yeah, he's a great writer, he's a great producer. So you know, and now that that's when they had money. So now you have no money. Now you're building organic talent, and it starts with you know. Oh, they got money, but they're not going to invest. They're not going to throw a complete bag at somebody that's just going to tank the company. Yeah. Now they're smart. But they're they smart. Got young talent that young indie talents that are are AEW cast offs, WWE cast offs. So it's like which which we're going to get into. Actually, right now, since you mentioned that, so this is our last topic for today, is an early anniversary preview so far. So we only have three matches. So we have, well, I should say maybe yeah, two matches, I should say. We got, no, three. We have the Impact World Championship, Alex Shelley versus Nick Aldis. Obviously, we know Mickey James is coming back, obviously, if Nick Aldis is there. <laughs> we got... PCO as Scott Diamore, which is going to be interesting, versus Bully Ray and Steve Maslin. And then finally, we have, speaking of 
people that WWE dropped the ball with. Deanna Perrazzo versus Trinity. Winning. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just going. I mean, I love Trinity. I, I, I think she's great. But I'm rock with Deanna Perrazzo. <laughs> I don't think she's losing either. But I think it's going to be a hell of a match. Great, great match. And it's her first big match since joining Impact. Notice how Mercedes and Trinity really didn't badmouth WWE. But there's nothing wrong. They were frustrated. They had frustrations. WWE shut the door on them, so they just walked out. Triple H tried to fix it. He just couldn't. I think it was so severely damaged. Let him take some time off and get it fixed. That's business. It happens. They make the Mm -hmm. decisions. Both both sides made personal decisions. They took they took they made exact decisions on each other, Mm -hmm. and you move forward. But yeah, I I think it's gonna be a I think. Deanna Peraza is going to win. I don't think there's any chance she loses. I think it's going to be a great match and be some close calls. But it's too early to put the title on Trinity, I think. For the PCO and Scott Diamore match versus Bully Ray, obviously the obvious winners should be Bully Ray and Maslin. But obviously I think the winners of the match are going to probably be Scott Diamore and PCO just for Could be. The, sakes, the sakes of the buildup. And then obviously the championship match, obviously Alex Shelley versus Nick Aldis. I don't think Nick Aldis is going to win yet. I think they just gave Alex Shelley the championship. And Motor Motor City Machine Guns both have championships now because one's the X Division champ and the other one's the world champ. So I don't think that they have any chance of losing it that quick. I could be wrong. Nick Aldis is a great wrestler, obviously, but I don't really know what's going to happen. What do you think? Yeah, about Nick Aldis. <laughs> another um, one WWE should have signed. Did yeah, that's, that's another one they could have picked up. Didn't do so. It is what it is. Enjoy your time at Impact and live it up. Yeah. That's yeah. probably all I have for that. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much for us to go on with that. But anniversary looks like it's going to be an interesting card. Early. We have a lot more. We have a lot more ideas to pick on. So, well, it's not to July. So this is an early preview so far, and what we honestly think. But after this, this wraps our episode. Yep, we are now going to close up. How that will close out. That'll do for today's episode of the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. We appreciate you guys tuning in week in and week out, showing love, except for last week, obviously. But it's okay. So, for those who don't know, Henry, if you could, there you go. Yep, we if got the link want tree. to check out all our platforms that we use for all our information, we have a link tree up. We have a link tree going. We have everything we need for the link tree. You have Facebook, YouTube, at Sunset Flip, at Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. Check those out. We are there. We are on Twitter, Sunset Flip WP. SFD.podcast is on Twitter. That was for Instagram. We have a whole lot to work with today. So if you want to check us out, all our platforms to listen or view us, we're on YouTube as we are now. Shout out to StreamYard, shout out to Zoom, shout out to everybody else who helps us out get things done. If you want to check us out for our audio, if you can't watch us, you want to listen to us, we are on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, you name it, we're on it. Formerly known as Anchor, we are now known as Podcasters. I say we because we joined them and now we're having a great time doing so. 
If you want to have your own podcast, I with this one, Hanny has his with Senpai Says TV. If you want your own podcast, for you know Anchor, Kevin Podcasters is now linked there. Now joining with Spotify, you can go ahead and sign free and easy. All you need is your email, and you can start your own podcast. And that's all you need to know if you want to be your own thing. We've been doing this for like three years strong, having a great time doing so. Hey, how long's your podcast been up for? I haven't done an episode in a long time, but you should probably do like one. two years. I, yeah, I probably will. Yeah, well, same thing. So two years, three years, you can have all the fun we do. So it's been it's been a ride. Love every bit of it from start to finish. Hello, podcasters. You need something to stream on for help promote your business. Use StreamYard for a small nominal fee. We have this going, and we're able to go all over the place to have shit for us to get things going. That'll do it for us today. Henry, what are you doing for your Father's Day weekend? I know you're going to be bossing your wife around. I need nah. this. I need that. Wash nah. wash my car. Clean my feet. Nah, Make it my that. favorite meal. <laughs> nah, probably just relax, man. I mean, the weather's been pretty weird lately, so... I don't really know. We've been getting rain and yeah, PA else. weather by you is kind of wild. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna relax. It's Sunday and get back to work on Monday. <laughs> yeah, spend the weekend. I'm going to Brooklyn. I got a little event I gotta go to and have a good old time. But first, I gotta finish up some stuff here at home. Who's going in the draft? Who is, is it? Where Miami or someone make some decisions to take Scoot Henderson for the first pick? Nah, they're not taking Scoot. That's fun guy. I love Scoot Henderson. So let's so CM Punk's getting cheered beyond compared tonight. I think it's gonna be a mix of cheers and booze. If I expect no, it'll be cheers from me. That's all I gotta say. It'll be cheers and booze. I think. <laughs> I so think it's gonna be a I mix. Can, I will talk to you next time. I will see you next week for our next episode. All right, later. Oh, and by the way, Soto, happy happy birthday, your pops. Oh, word. First yeah. and foremost, I cannot forget about that. Shout out to our third member of the podcast. Oh, oh, the Wiz Kid, Edgar Soto, Eggmaster General, Pops' birthday today. Shout out to you. Yep. Enjoy it. Definitely. So, all right, kid. All right, later, man.